0: Lay back and enjoy because it's time for Lay Back with Befair. I'm Tom Haylock with Salts. Dave, how are you, mate? Yes, very well. Good to be here. Show number two. Yeah, I'm surprised you made it through last week after sipping the prop water. Yeah, I've filled up some some high-quality H2O this week, mate, so I'm good to go. <laughs> very good, very good. We've got plenty coming up. We've got the three Group 1s, uh, Dooman Cup, Queensland Derby, Kingswood Smith as well, Eagle Farm after last Saturday was abandoned at Dooman, will postponed this Saturday. So hot day uh, up north. We've also got a couple of races at Randwick, a couple of races at Caulfield to touch on. We've got plenty happening, mate. Let's go to last week and see how we went. Rose Hill
1: race six. It's a benchmark 78 over the 1800. And I'm going to lay dynasties here. She's a three-year-old filly. She steps up to open age out of a three-year-old race last start and carries seven and a half kilos above the minimum. Certainly drifts late and and she's a horse that
0: I'm going to be happy to be against on Saturday. Do, sir. Comes in a barrier 14, as you said. Just maps real tricky. I thought had every chance last start. I concede that the pattern says she run well but i think she'll find a couple of others better than her race six number one do sir she hasn't really done much to warrant her being so short there you go mates well our best bets didn't do too good but uh dynasty's still running and uh do sir is still well runner okay but yeah. found one better Set outside the lead you, you should get a prize for how far
1: you're <laughs> beaten by as well like you mentioned it was about 32 lengths dynasties that's it's right going, yeah. that's
0: right you did well there um extreme warrior as well as mentioned i was pretty strong against that that was no good and yeah retired. i
1: think he pulled up five out of five lame, maybe oh, so don't, you don't <laughs> say that mate. Just, <laughs> no he didn't pull up lame at all he just couldn't just couldn't handle the heat yeah. it's just
0: no good yeah another three-year-old to go down against the older horses in a good race um let's talk about some uh lay bins and um i'm gonna go first here Hitotsu injury that's in the live in that's devastating news for the spring and hopefully he uh gets through and races again but not good news mate
1: yeah and i'm not sure if they will go ahead the decision's going to come by this weekend but as we know he's a he's bred in the blue and he's got group one wins to his name and, yeah and the current trend is he'll go off to stud but it is devastating because we just keep losing quality horses before they get they get to wait for age superstars. So hopefully he can come back.
0: Correct. We talk about that with Extreme Warrior as well. Gone to stud. Um, just another one. Yep. Um, I'm putting LinkedIn in the lay bin um, just because you reminded me you set up a LinkedIn the other day and I did. The the state of LinkedIn on Twitter is brilliant. If you haven't followed it, follow the state of LinkedIn. It's brilliant. Um, LinkedIn, like, give me a spell. Sycophantic guys just beating their own chest. This I, is exactly what you're doing. No, nah, I made
1: it because you know I'm, I'm entering the professional atmosphere these days. And <laughs> I made one and I put it together. And I thought once I put it together, I thought, geez, that's a pretty good CV. Yeah, all you got to do is just talk yourself up once a week, <laughs> yeah, and exactly. you'll be fine.
0: That's you'll fit in. It has some benefits LinkedIn, but in general, like, come on, it's there's some low posts there. Yeah, and I don't use a lot it. Lot of chest I just beating. Want to be legit. Um, I'm putting Friends With Benefits in the lay In You were talking oh, about yeah. this off air. I just threw this up. This yeah. is just a little surprise. You're okay, not yeah. a fan of it? You're well, watching it during the, the week? I
1: think, think it was all right. I just thought they put Mila <laughs> Kunis and, and Justin Timberlake together behind the camera and just expected some chemistry to come because they're both attractive. But... I thought it was a bit forced, mate. I thought it was a bit forced. I'll give it two, two stars out of five. Oh, we might
0: do this, a rolling <laughs> thing. <laughs> Sultz's videos, movies, <laughs> movie ratings. Um, we're both keen to put the Queensland Derby in the bin. What a low group one oh, that man. is. Oh, man. I don't even know three quarters
1: of the horses. I've done the race, and <laughs> we, and I know them now, of course, back to front. Yeah. But looking at the race on face value, the... It was a hard slog to, doing the form for it. Yeah.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> um,
1: SA Derby was a much better race than that, you would have thought. Much better. Usually one flows over, but not this year in Queensland, but... I'm sure one of us will find the the winner or the lay. Of That's course, the beauty of
0: what we do, you've got one. Yeah, other I do,
1: mate. This is a bit last minute, so you've rocked up. So last week you had a wired <laughs> mouse, and and it was, was dangling. It, again today. it was dangling behind <laughs> you in the cafe on the floor like like a little actual mouse. Yeah, and I've said, what's to go with that, mate? Like, are you living in some sort of time capsule? <laughs> well, and you've backed up with it again this week, and it's not only a wired mouse, it's a loud clicker
0: too. It la- does my head into yeah. loud clicks, but I'll tell you what I took the non-wired mouse to the wireless is the word to adelaide last weekend went to to do radio with sen and left my mouse in the studio so this is why i have a wired mouse i can't lose it
1: oh, there permanently you go, mate. attached
0: um let's get stuck into the races eagle farm obviously i reckon we'll be on about a soft five salts if there's no rain on the day it'll dry up considerably it's a Crazy surface, concrete jungle. It's amazing. Um, not one of my favourite tracks to bet into. 25 degrees, mostly sunny on Saturday. We head to the BRC Size Produce, the Group Two there race four on the program. Resonator's is the favourite. He's four dollar seventy. Um, corporates about that five dollar seventy mark. You can back him at at the moment. You can lay him at six dollars, mate. You with him?
1: Yeah, uh, he's not an easy horse to lay. You know, I'm not dumping out of trees to back him, but he led and and he led last start and and he ran decent time for the day out of those four races and he responded over 1200 meters in the wet but i think the key there was he was pressured and he got eyeballed and he kept fighting so when you're looking at a horse that's gonna step up a furlong he tim clark retains the ride there's a really good run in to the first bend from the 1400 meter start so barrier 12 although wide is not a massive negative and for a horse that just keeps trying and he's going to settle up on speed with a positive jockey on i found him a difficult one to be hard against
0: i my my first comment is easy horse delay this so we're against each other here yeah. um I, I do think he's a, a pretty easy horse to to find reasons to be against him i know he's got the racing style he's in from a good stable he's got the right connections tim clark's a positive great front running rider but he's coming off um two tight track wins going to eagle farm um i'm dead set against horses that haven't raced at Eagle Farm haven't performed at Eagle Farm. Horses just can't cope with it. This is a much different story. He's had two wet track, tight turning wins. Um, now goes to Eagle Farm onto probably a soft five. Um, I can find yeah plenty of reasons to be against him, up to 1400 meters as well. Um, respecting his racing pattern, respecting connections. Um, but yeah, just that first time Eagle Farm, what's he had wins at? Like two tight turning tracks. I'm just getting the form up is Canterbury and Gosford. Go to mm. Canterbury Gosford heavy nine heavy eight to an Eagle Farm soft five completely different it's setup. Different gravy, isn't it? Yeah. And when we when we did see him on a good track, he um was well beaten in the Breeders' Plate, the Group Three. Obviously, he probably improved since then. But anyway, um, we touched on this horse last week. The Durmit Cup obviously moved from last week to this week. Zaki is the short price favourite again. He's pretty hard to lay. Um, I I find it harder to lay him this week. Um, he's a dollar forty two on Betfair, a dollar forty five or something to lay. Yeah. Eagle Farm helps him compared to a heavy ten Doombin, in my opinion. And um, I've I've got you've drawn the lay side of him. I, I can't lay him, but the good thing about him is liability. You don't have to invest much to to actually have him um, against you or, or have the field for you. So um, he's the reason why I oh I can't really be against him hard, but you're with him yeah I'm with him he's like I said last week I'm very much reiterating
1: a lot of the same thoughts in terms of the fact he's come in a dollar 45 to a to dollar 40 and I think that's about right with the change in track look anecdotally I don't have a great history with betting on meets that have been delayed yeah so you know I'm not keen to, to step into it, makes him, you but, nervous, does but, it? yeah but like you mentioned he's He's very much favoured by this change of surface. The The query was last week, if the rain came mid meet and, and the track got bottomless, well, it's just flat out not going to happen. And he's won here over 2,200 before in the QET too. So he's here over 2,100. He races on speed like... He ticks the you'd Eagle be, box. would be crazy to be laying in. And yeah. also
0: the, the main danger potentially is Polly Gray, who is a much better yeah. heavy 10 runner and now gets to a soft five. Yeah. So I think he's a much better bet this week at $1.40 than he was last week. I think we're all in agreement there with Zaki. The BRC Sprint Race 7 on the program will jump a couple of races. Um, Taxu is a favorite here, $5.50 at the moment, $6.20 on Betfair. You can lay him at $7. Uh, I want to hear you make a case for Taxu here, mate.
1: Yeah, well, uh, another one that I'm I'm not super keen to be, to be jumping into myself as well because there are elements that I'm sure you're going to touch on when you lay him. That are pertinent and and the reason why he's not a bet i'd love to have in terms of a win bet but his best is on wet so that's one thing that's against him so he comes here to to probably a soft five but one thing that is in his favor when it comes to potentially backing him is the fact he can soak up very fast tempos so two back at newcastle he went 15 lengths faster than benchmark to the 600 and clung on quite well and it's a race that's produced really good form out of it as well so He settles handy to the speed, 1300 meters. is still a decent run into that first corner. So Pikey can find a spot for him and and he will give his all and try his heart out. I think the, the surface is against him, but he's fit and he's ready to soak up a fast tempo, which is what he's gonna get today.
0: I know he's a big price favorite, but he's my lay of the day here, Taksu. Um, can't have him. Where Does he lead, do you reckon? Or does he find a spot? What do you oh, I'm not sure if he can find a spot to be honest, because there is a fair bit of speed underneath. That's, that's why I'm keen kind to of lay him. There's a few reasons, that's one of them. Um, Gospoden draws wide, has speed. Buffalo River's a leader. Hollyfield, Emerald Kingdom. Even Sir Warwick, if he gets a start, has speed. So high pressure race, um, that'll bring about his undoing. I think he'll find a couple stronger late. Um, I, I really like the horse. I like his style. I like his pattern. I like him leading on bog tracks in Sydney, not on sand-based roads at Eagle Farm. Um, Would you
1: say that you like his steez, his style, his whole demeanor?
0: <laughs> What's that off? Another oh, one of your that's movies? That's Nelly, the <laughs> rapper. <rapist. laughs> Yeah. So anyway, there you go. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Taxu. Yeah, I'm keen to take him on. He, we could well be on a good track. Come race seven. If yeah. Twenty five degrees. Zero from eight. On a good track. His last run on a good track, he was comfortably beaten. Even if soft track runs aren't his best. So, um, thirteen hundred meters suits him. But I think he'll get swallowed up late. I'm keen to be against Taxu there. C- can I just lay me saying rapist instead of rapper or rapper? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what was going <laughs> yeah. on there. I'll just let that go through to the keeper. Well. <laughs> Lucky it didn't need to be fully edited anyway. But <laughs> oh, dear. Um, race eight, let's move on. Quentin Tarbo, you touched on this race. It's not a good one. Uh, Dark Destroyer, is favorite, $4.20, $4.80 on Betfair. About that five twenty mark you can lay him at, and um, you are laying him. I am. Uh, he does come through a fast race and, and, and a good
1: lead up race in terms of the quality of this race, but... I really do feel barrier one is a negative for him today. If you watch the replay from his last win, it was in driving rain over the 21.43 meters, the classic distance. And he drew out there and and what the jockey could do is make his run when he saw fit. And he made a long sustained run because he could get into the clear. Now, if this race becomes a sit sprint and all of a sudden he's two, three, four pairs back on the fence, I'm just not sure he's a push button horse. So
0: I'd like to be against him from that barrier. Yeah, well, it's a completely different setup, as you said. Um, he was—he made a huge run last time. It was a long, sustained run around the field. It is a different setup. He draws inside, which is the query. But I think he can settle closer here, um, and that's a big advantage. You you might be rolling your eyes, but I think he can use that barrier and settle a pair, if not two pairs closer, at least a pair closer. Yep. Um, its I thought Paterno had every chance to get past him last start. Um, I thought he was brave. He ticked that distance there was a query from a few people on whether he'd get this trip but that just that run in the driving rain as you said on that heavy track he was enormous he ticked that box of i I think he'll get the 2400 meters on the back of that he fought off paternal who didn't get around uh, didn't go around a runner as you said it was a fast race um he rates highly i think he is the horse to beat i think it's the lead up for this race and um he is the beast it is a horse to beat Pinarello is an interesting horse there skip last run due to a minor setback which is a query but um, comes with different form and uh, got a bit of ability Pinarello, yeah he's drawn
1: the car park and he, yeah. bring, he brings good form over but the, the type of form that you'd want to be with but like you mentioned about skipping that run it's never easy to do coming into a staying trip
0: all right, that is Dark Destroyer in the Queensland Derby. Let's get to the Group 1, the Kingsford Smith, or another Group 1, the Kingsford Smith Cup, 1,300 metres. Palleli is favourite, probably joint favourite with Entrevier. $4.40, average odds on the corporates. About that $5.10 mark, five fifty to lay on Betfair. Pulele, um is a fascinating horse, one of the more interesting horses on the program or on the entire day. Um, you came to be with him, Dave? Well, not
1: particularly, but it's a horse that you can make a case for either way, isn't it? And I've drawn the backside, and there is a case to be made that he will run the 1,300 metres. He had the run last start. There's no denying that, and a, and a tougher and better horse beat him in Mazu. But if you watch his work through the line, I still thought that he kept fighting really well. James McDonald sticks. He should, he should get a similar run just off the speed as well. And he was five weeks between runs there. I think that's a really key indicator mm. that he can come on from that and, and get 1,300 metres off that. On the other hand, you look at on Entrevier, she had no back to follow and was the only horse in the race to make any ground on first and second. So it's easy to make a case for her as well. So it's a difficult one. What do you, what do you think?
0: Yeah, well, I've, as you are aware, I've been laying these three-year-olds against older horses all season and mm. spent been filling my boots with them Extreme Warriors again. I know the three-year-old's Quinella, the 10,000, but I think, that race set up perfectly. I'm not sure that the depth of that race was that good on that bog track. I mean, Mizzou had all favours. Out of that 10,000, I'd be keen, more keen to back on Trivier. She's drawn 17, which doesn't help her chances, but she was enormous there. I think the 1,300 metres suits her better, and I think a firm track suits her better. So I would lean the way of on Trivier out of those two. Um, Pulele's a 3 old that I am very scared of. He's got plenty of ability. We've seen him mix it with some very good horses. Um, obviously, the sprinters, Nature Strip and Eduardo in the past, he was well beaten by them, but he still ran well. I, I genuinely think there's some horses at the top here that are huge chances and massive odds. Like, I, I could make a case for four or five horses at 20 to one that are big chances here. Um, and this is a group one race. You've got Private Eye, trialed OK, leading in Laws of Indices is a good horse. Mm. Ellsberg's got a good racing pattern, comes through with some genuine group one form. Apache Chase is a good form. Sierra Sue scratched, but she had group one form. September run, Brooklyn Hustle are group one horses as well. Yeah.
1: I've been I've been waiting for Law of Indices to to recapture that Golden Eagle run, which was an absolute storm. I didn't quite come on with that last prep, but yeah, good horse. Tried well between race. runs. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um I that I just can't get either Ontriviere and Paley down to their prices. I just think they should be eight, nine dollars. And I think you should a few of those twenty dollar shots the field. Should I, be I agree, shorter. Yeah. Yep. Um, it should be 8 or $9 a field. It's a great race. But yeah, I'm, I'm taking on Pulele. I could probably lay both on Trivia and Pulele and, and look to, to a couple of those to beat them. But beauty of Betfair, you can uh, lay horses and uh, take on Pulele and that's what I'll be doing. Let's get to the wash up. Uh, we've got a wash up this week, the weekly wash up and plenty happening in the sports this week. USPGA, um, just in time is my headline here. Now, I don't know if you caught much of it, but I want to read some stats from the PGA. This is an amazing, amazing final round Monday morning. Pre-round, Justin Thomas, uh, pre-round one, pre-commencement, Justin Thomas traded $26 high. He firmed into $22 last traded price. He was seven shots off the pace heading into the final round salts. He traded $790 in play, $23 Oh, over $23 was traded on him at $500 plus, and he went on to win the tournament. Unbelievable. Mito Pereira was $510 to at the start. He traded as high as $200 was his last traded price. So he firmed considerably before the event, and that's before round one. He traded as low as $1.27 before capitulating, double, bogeying, double bogeying, bogeying the last. I can't <laughs> even talk. $1.27 salts. Um, that's an amazing um, capitulation there in the last hole, poor bloke. And Will Salatoris was fifty five dollars in a four dollars, uh, forty four dollars um, pre round one. Traded as low as a dollar fifty. So you've had Pereira trade a dollar twenty seven, Salatoris trade a dollar fifty, and Justin Thomas win. It's an amazing turnaround, amazing events. You've got a story for us on that too. Yeah, made of mine in the lead up to the
1: event was like Justin Thomas will just win. He's <sighs> gonna peak. He'll just win backed him all good even on the final day he said don't worry boys the tickets aren't confetti he'll come back he'll just win he'll light it up on the last day just held on to his ticket justin thomas won went to have a look at it and he backed him in the wrong tournament and I said mate did you see what he traded on
0: betfair that morning get a betfair account and have a go i'll tell you what there's no better place to bet on golf than betfair and it's as simple as that like $20 $20 shots at corporates are 50s on Betfair. It's, mm. The prices are amazing. Liquidity, no issues. It's absolutely enormous. And as you can see, $790, $24 traded at $500 plus. It's it's an amazing result, Justin Thomas. The second one, punching above your weight. Now, Punch Town, Punch Town, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Race one, Tuesday night. A horse by the name of Sawbuck became the longest odds winner in Britain and Ireland history fair starting price, $1,000, if you don't mind. Oh, boy. Let's throw it to the race. But nearing the final flight, Sawbuck out in front. Jumps at about two and a half in front. Ballybon, Belter,
1: second. Vachito, Lion behind them. Female approach. Less than 150 yards to race. And out in front, it's Sawbuck and Charlie O'Dwyer. Leading by about four as they go to the line. And Sawbuck will win the opener for the O'Dwyer's. Ballybon, Belter, second. Vachito, third. Lion fourth. Head of female approach.
0: Now... If a thousand-dollar horse wins, paid three hundreds on corporates or whatever, like whatever, you've got to be a bit more up and about than that race caller. That is the worst race call I've ever heard, mate. Like he's going in the lab in for that. Get excited, oh, right show enough. some emotion.
1: Oh man, get around it, mate. <laughs> hey, speaking of punching above your weight, everyone. Every time I'm out with the girl, people always seem to say it to the girl. It's interesting. Like I don't know, what coincidence is <laughs> there, but. It's interesting.
0: You're an old romantic, mate. <laughs> Who do you watch? Uh, Who do you watch Friends of Benefits with? That's ah,
1: uh, my pillow. Oh, yeah, it was good. I draw a face on it. <laughs> well, I don't want to go any further with this conversation, mate. Uh,
0: the third of the weekly wash-up titled Lion King. Um, pretty average headline. Max King is tied in the Brisbane Lions now. Brisbane had a BSP of a dollar thirty-eight. They traded as low as dollar twenty-six pre-play, a dollar oh-seven in-play before losing to the Hawks, so that's huge. Um, The flip side traded as high, Hawthorne traded as high as $14. So amazing turnaround in in that match there. The Crows secured a Crows started $3.15. They got as low as $1.41 in play and lost. And then the Carlton Swans, Sydney got into $1.45 in play before losing. Both sides also traded as favorite pre-play, which is amazing, doesn't happen very often. So Carlton as low as $1.80 and Sydney as low as $1.73 Pre-play on the Friday night. Um, anything to add, mate? You watching any footy? Yeah, big pies, man, mate. Oh, there you go. The um umpiring can probably go on the lay bin too on the weekend. That uh, was... I don't reckon it's the umpires, mate. I reckon it's the uh it's coming from above. Yeah, I agree. The directives yeah. anyway. we we'll... there's been enough talked about that this year. Mm. Heavy track in Sydney, there's a shock for yourselves. Um shower or two potentially on the day 21 degrees at ramwick and we touch on race seven we've got an interesting favorite here in Endemat. two dollars 15 225 you might get 230 bet there you can lay him at two dollars 52 you're with him yeah he's easy to make
1: a case for i think the fact that he's back in trip is is the major positive I, I was actually a bit surprised that they elected to go with that 1300 meter race last start considering he got a run in the 1100 i guess they wanted to try him out and. He sat deep and, and he raced keen so he had excuses. I think back to 1100 meters is the positive. He's drawn a settled midfield in that running line and he comes back to the scene of the crime two starts ago yep. where he's run a career peak this track and trip and, and he loves the wet. So I think he's easier to make a case for.
0: I'm against him here at the price, uh, 225, 230, 240. If I can lay him at that price, I'll, I'll happily do that. Now, I've got a opinion. I don't have any stats to, to back this up. You might be able to help me out godolphin blue colors james cummings first up second up fresh horses that's that's my opinion i think they're, they're much better stable when they're fresh Animates a much better horse when he's fresh he's now fourth into his fourth up into his campaign that's a huge concern for me now and because of that i think dragonstone um meets at level weights from that 2.8 length defeat but i wouldn't be surprised if dragonstone's ready to go here can turn the tables really interesting race there's plenty of queries all-time legend first up without a trial enchanted heart trial well on two occasions might need to run the face was lapped by animate on a heavy 10 at canterbury but different setup here and gets eight kilos off um lord olympus and southern lad were in that takeover target as well both are unlucky um real tricky race i can i I can't touch animate deep into the campaign back in trip that's my query fair dart Let's get to Coal Crusher, race eight at Randwick. He's favorite here. And I know you're very keen to take this horse on, and I really want to know why. Um, $4 to lay. You'll be taking some of that $4? Yeah, I will. And he's won four on the trot. So when you look
1: at it at face value, you say, well, it's hard to knock this horse, but he does face a stiff class rise. He's yet to win beyond 1,300 meters. When he won at 1,300 meters, he bolted in at Hawkesbury. It was a much weaker race. There looks a lot of pressure on paper here. I don't think he won't be leading. He'll get a nice run in behind the speed, but I think they run along. And something that's a that's a glaring stat for him is over his 11 career starts in not one single one of those, he has run faster than benchmark. Not one amazing, single race. Yep. So now we're looking at a horse that's never, ever run time that needs to get to 1,400 meters up in class on a fast tempo i just think that last 50 100 meters he'll get found out and and he'll start taking some short steps i thought animates out of the takeover target actually has two kilos less than him with the dylan gibbons claim that's out of a much stronger race and he ran on beautifully there beaten by the barrier you know he goes close anyway if he draws a gate and Grove Ferry is another one of interest. Second odds Prep, nice trials. I think we'll be charging late as well. So it came to be against him.
0: Yep, I concede you've made a good case why you're against Kyle Crusher. I don't disagree with a lot of that. And as you said, he hasn't run time. But he's won his last four. He's flying. He does drop seven kilos from that last start win. He was tough there. Look, multi- looked gone multiple times down the straight. He was strong to the line still. 1,400 meters, I don't think is an issue with that weight drop. And he draws perfectly in barrier three to get plenty of favors. The wetter, the better for him, in my opinion. I found it hard to find something to beat him. Um, That's also my query. Now, you go through, there's not much in the race that's in form. And I'll I'll read Kerwin's Lane, sixth beat. I'll go through the last starts. Kerwin Lane, sixth beaten 2.6. Hand of the Truth beaten seven lengths. Arcado, 13th beaten 7.5 lengths. Ashman, seventh beaten 3.2. Monegall, sixth beaten three. Grove Ferry beaten 2.7 lengths. Likely needs the run here. You know, Villiers. Yeah, I'll get to that. Fender, fourth um true detective seventh beaten 3.2 star spangled rodeo 13th beaten 10 animate six beaten three constant flight seventh in the same race and mr Pen- mr dependable first up for it's a year absolute calculus class so <laughs> <laughs> there's there's nothing screaming out that they're flying here that can beat him he's the horse that he's the only last start winner in the race um i think he's a very dangerous horse to lay because he's a winner and he keeps fighting and he's from that stable that uh just produced winners but I agree. I think he's probably too short. I agree with you. I think Fender's got to be a huge chance. And I think Mr. Dependable and the Stablemate uh, Grove Ferry off trials that are pretty good. I've got a bit of time on the Mr. Dependable. I've backed him already at the big price. So I agree with you to a degree. I'm not keen to be with Coal Crusher at the price, but I'm not really too keen to lay him. Yep. Uh, Corfield. Let's head to Caulfield. We've got a couple of races to touch on. Good four, partly cloudy. Rail at 11 metres, 17 degrees that rail out what do you reckon will happen a light breeze on the day i don't think it will have a huge effect Yeah, the breeze won't
1: have impact The, the last meter was out as well and it played quite fair but goes out another three from that I, I don't think you want to be too far off them.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they sweep later in the program as mm. well, which you can do with a rail out 11 at Caulfield. Yep. But um, really interesting. The two races we touched on will get a good idea of the pattern. Grand Slam is the horse we focus on in race seven, the benchmark 100, 2,000 metre race. And I'll go first here, Salts. I'm with him. 2,000 metres Caulfield. Enough said. I don't need to continue. That's his go. That is absolutely his go. Um, his peak ratings at this distance. He's one ear, two back um this track and distance it was a brilliant win he led but he still managed to run the fastest 600 and 400 of the race if you don't mind so to do that early and to do that late is enormous he won by five and a half lengths completely forgiving his last start at warner bottomless track inside was off wasn't the place to be absolutely pennant i think he pulled up sore from that race as well he's obviously right to go here just question if you put a pen through that race completely does he start shorter or longer here uh well he's got he's had us it would have been he's had a space between runs so but
1: i guess he's in the my uses stable so he probably starts the same price yeah uh, potentially yep probably, maybe a bit shorter actually without that fail but i i'm i'm keen to be against him i know he's got linda Meach on brilliant front running jockey he's two career peaks you mentioned at 2000 meters hot rail Mooney valley yes and yeah, that was that day and control complete and utter control Jamie Carr again at Caulfield last start. That was two back, and he still ran the fastest six yeah. or four. Look, no effort drawn underneath. Missed the start last start. No way in hell that they don't at least That's make the him worry. work. That's the worry. And yep. don't doubt Dory as well, who led over 2,000 metres here, two back. Box seated at 1,600 metres last week on the backup lightweight. Probably goes forward as well. He can lead, but I think he'll be forced to do it. Those two peak ratings, outside of those two peak ratings, he he, he regresses several lengths. They are, they're, they're massive spikes. Yep. So he needs to emulate a spike to win the race because if he's off his game, he'll be too far off it. If you look at his historic figures, so he needs to really peak to win. I, I thought Pancho for Chris Waller. I thought Ooh, I hate that horse. Oh yeah, I, I thought he missed the boat a bit last start. Probably he didn't go forward, and they ended up walking slow tempo. He sat wide, but this is a horse that just loves fast tempos. His best win was a very hell, fast tempo. I was
0: gonna, speaking of high ratings and peaks that win at Mooney Valley. You ran top five 2,040 yeah. metre times. It's it was, exceptional. It right. was
1: absolute time. He had the perfect trail. And I think he, he's desperate. He, he's ready to do something. And I've felt like he's been ready to do something for the last few weeks. Yep. I think this is the race. He, he wants a high-pressure 2,000 metre race and strikes it.
0: There you go. Good case there for Grand Slam or against Grand Slam, however you want to play. Um, you could almost, and it's a weird little method on Betfair, is to back him to win and lay him the place as you said he spikes and if he's his best yeah. he's good enough to win but yep. if he doesn't reach that best he can often fail so might be a w- little weird play there um race eight at caulfield a benchmark 84 1600 meters hosier is an interesting favorite here dave and you can go first here you're keen to be with him what do you reckon about that song take me to church jeez i found that one annoying Hos- by hosier. Hosier. yeah but
1: yeah <laughs> hey alana kelly <laughs> retains the ride she's had five winners from 19 runners at 26% combining with Robert Hickmont. So the stats are in her and the stables favor today. The claim ensures they're going to be aggressive early. They're drawn out, but he'll go forward. He's a horse that jumps well. He's got good gate speed. If you look at his setup last prep or or his first prep in Australia, he bolted in first up 600 metres. He had five weeks off, and then he completely bolted in second up 600 metres. Gets the exact same setup. He's won five from six in Australia. The only miss... He was a miss in a strong form race and his average SP in Australia is $2. And the longest he's ever SP'd is $3. And it just stacks up. He's a class horse
0: and I think he, he runs very well. Yes, he's hard to knock, I agree. He does rise to benchmark, benchmark 84 here, carries the same weight. So he's up in class carrying the same weight. If you're backing Hosier here, um, you have to be concerned about flying Artie. Now, this horse is the other speed in the race He'll, he'll make it a hot tempo. He's waterhouse horse with Craig knew it on. They won't die wondering. Flying Artie back from stud is he? <laughs> flying Artie, <laughs> uh, who is it? Flying, whatever. <laughs> major. It flying, yeah. Yeah. Um, they put the pressure on. So yeah. roll forward, they'll put the absolute pressure on. Flying Artie was a great that thing's horse. thing's an absolute journeyman, last at eagle farm. Yes, yeah. correct. So that's, um, so Major Artie I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, not Flying Artie, yeah, Major Artie. So that's that's a huge concern for me. High pressure, like Craig knew it doesn't die wondering is a real front running aggressive type rider. And we know what Waterhouse horses do. Pull stick out the gates, Craig. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, so I think it'll be a high pressure race and Hosier will be um, under pressure. Stays at 600 metres, which is a query for me as well. Um, visually impressive last time, but they didn't exactly break the clock. Um, I thought he had every possible chance as well. They went slowly. They went 3.6 slower, six lengths slower to the 600 and benchmark. So controlled the speed and one length slower home. So they didn't even sprint that well. Um, I just think a high pressure race it might bring about his undoing. Reliable dude ran second there, was on speed and then came out and flopped. Um, a few queries. I can't get him down to that price for me, mate. Uh, what you can do now will get your best bets and best lays salts. And where do we start? Let's go to Ranwick Race 9 for my
1: best. It's a benchmark 78 over 1,300 metres. And this is on an each way basis, French Marine. This it, is funny, this. Song. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll get to it. And, <laughs> and Frenchy, he was excellent in the provincial championships here. Very fast race. And then he went run spaced to Scone last start. And he carried a big weight there, 61.5 kilos. Gets big weight relief this week. He's got 7.5 kilos coming off. He's got a lovely map. He was five weeks, like I mentioned, into yep. that run last start. So he's he's fitter and he handles the wet. So, you know, I think he went up the wrong price. I think he's still the wrong price and, and I can back him each way and, and be pretty confident I'll get a return either way.
0: He went up a silly price.
1: Yeah, yeah he went up a stupid price and, and that halved and I still think it's overs. Yep. yep. He
0: went up, what, 21s or something?
1: Yeah. And then and then the thing that ran at Canterbury came out and it was still 15, 16 bucks yep. as well. So, yep.
0: The beauty of Betfair as well, you can actually take that price and then hedge and lay off and you, mm. you can't lose. So now there's shorter, he does meet Mr. Hustle 5.5 kilos better at the weights for that narrow margin. But I'm with Colino here in the same race, my best each way. If we run the Canelo, we're doing something well. We'll have something sneaky on the yeah. Canelo there, Colino. Colino, I know he's first up 1,300 metres, and you're going to throw that back in my face, no doubt. But loved his trial. He's been gelded since. I think his form... His form lines read well enough as it is to run well in this race. Now he's been gelded and he's tried like an absolute jet. Um, I love that performance. He's drawn well. I think he's a huge player here each way. Similar price to French Marine, and I'm going to have dinner on it. Colino bets French Marine home. Yeah, that the overpass form is is scary,
1: and like you mentioned, trial well gelded. He's certainly in the mix, and um, you know I think he'll run admirably
0: behind French Marine. What do you make of Sacrimony They're the favourite.
1: Yeah, look. Uh, Maybe had that's our play. We can lay second as well. It's, as well. It's, it's it's a long price favorite. Yeah, but it's it's short enough yep. off its last start. I think.
0: Well, there you go, Kalino, My best each way. I've had one other bet, uh, Majestic Shot, in the tenth at Eagle Farm, sixty-one dollars. A ridiculous price for me. April Rain in the race as well. Probably better suited at Eagle Farm. April Rain, but twelve hundred. Mm. I think Majestic Shot. Completely forgive that last run when backing up. Um, back in trip suits on a firm track. I don't mind that. I think it's just a silly price, sixty-one dollars. My best lay I touched on it earlier, race seven at Eagle Farm, number sixteen, Taxu. I don't like the setup, don't like the firmer track for him. We'll need it absolutely bucketing down on the day for him to get favours. And you are keen to lay which one?
1: Yeah, cold Crusher up in class hasn't run time yet, and and keen to be against. So I, I feel he's too short. Beautiful, mates! Another solid performance. Were you better second up than first up? What are your thoughts? I'm pretty good fresh.
0: I'm pretty good all throughout the prep to be honest, mate. So oh, see how we go third up. Not but. lacking in confidence either, mate. <laughs> uh, we need to get our best you bets. Ask, I <laughs> need to get our best bets up this week. Uh, no issue with the lays last week. But thanks for joining us on Laid Back with Befair. we we'll be back to it all again next week. Gamble responsibly call 1-800-858-858.